Welcome to the audio podcast of Morning Psalms and Prayers from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. A weekday devotional time in the Psalms. Good morning and welcome to Morning Psalms and Prayer. Today is Friday, November 13th. Can you believe we're that far into this month already? We are back again for Morning Psalms and Prayer and we are still in lifting up our hearts this book of prayers from John Calvin. Let us pray. Grant Almighty God, as you have given us your only begotten Son, to rule us and have by your good pleasure consecrated him a king over us, that we may be perpetually safe and secure under his hand against all the attempts of the devil and of the whole world. O grant that we may suffer ourselves to be ruled by his authority, and so conduct ourselves that he may ever continue to watch for our safety. And as you have committed us to him, that he may be the guardian of our salvation, so also suffer us not either to turn aside or to fall, but preserve us ever in his service until we at length are gathered into that blessed and everlasting kingdom that has been procured for us by the blood of your only Son. Amen. Okay, we are in Psalm 106. We're going to be reading verses 1 through 23, and you're going to see very similar to Psalm 105 with it sort of retelling the story of Israel. And so we're going to begin with verse 1 and go through verse 23 today. Hear the word of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who can utter the mighty deeds of the Lord or declare all his praise? Blessed are they who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Lord, when you show favor to your people. Help me when you save them that I may look upon the prosperity of your chosen ones, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. Both we and our fathers have sinned. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedness. Our fathers, when they were in Egypt, did not consider your wondrous works. They did not remember the abundance of your steadfast love, but rebelled by the sea, at the Red Sea. Yet he saved them for his name's sake, that he might make known his mighty power. He rebuked the Red Sea, and it became dry, and he led them through the deep as through a desert. So he saved them from the hand of the foe and redeemed redeemed them from the power of the enemy. And the waters covered their adversaries. Not one of them was left. Then they believed his words. They sang his praise. But they soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel. But they had a wanton craving in the wilderness and put God to the test in the desert. He gave them what they asked, but sent a wasting disease among them. When men in the camp were jealous of Moses and Aaron, the Holy One of the Lord, the earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and covered the company of Abiram. Fire also broke out in their company. The flame burned up the wicked. They made a calf in Horeb and worshipped a metal image. They exchanged the glory of God for the image of an ox that eats grass. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham and awesome deeds by the Red Sea. Therefore he said he would destroy them, had not Moses, his chosen one, stood in the breach before him to turn away his wrath from destroying them. All right, you can see what I was saying there, right? That this is very similar to our previous uh, psalm from the last couple days. And we're going to break this one up, as you've seen. This is one of the last few psalms, though, that we're going to break up. We're we're in the home stretch here. Uh, Many of the psalms are short enough we can do them in one day. I've got it planned out. And if you're just joining us, 
with this. You may be wondering, well, Psalm 119 is coming up. Can you do that in one day? Uh, No, we started this whole journey with Psalm 119 because it talks about God's word and the authority of it. So we started there and then went back to Psalm 1. But that's neither neither here nor there right now. We come to Psalm 106. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. We've talked about this before. That idea of steadfast love is something very special in the Old Testament. And particularly in the Psalms, we hear about it all the time. This idea of God's all-encompassing love. This love that he has for his people that does not end. And it's important that we understand this, that this is the beginning of the Psalm. And again, it begins with praise. And praise for what? God's faithfulness. The story here is, once again, God's covenant faithfulness to his people, right? And so... This is what is happening. We're going to hear the story again. But notice, he's going to, the psalmist is going to say something about the mighty deeds of the Lord. And this time he uses a question that is asking, who can utter the mighty deeds of the Lord or declare all his praise? In other words, God's mighty deeds are so big, so all-encompassing, so great. How could we ever hope to just tell the whole story? But then he goes on to tell the story in this psalm. And and it's beautiful the way that the story is told here because we come to verse six and we see something important, something that the psalmist wants us to understand. And this this is the big theme in what we've read today. It says, both we and our fathers have sinned. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedness. So the connection here is that they themselves have sinned, but their fathers have also. There's a connection here between this unbelief, this this rebellion between what's happening with us now or with them then, I guess you could say, and with what happened back with the fathers. And what happened? They saw wondrous works. They saw amazing things. But what did they do? They didn't think about the fact that God had done wondrous works. They didn't think about the fact that he showed steadfast love. But what did they do? They rebelled by the sea at the Red Sea. And we know that story. They get to the Red Sea and they are like, what have you done to us? You brought us out here and now we're trapped. And what did God do? God brought them to that place in his sovereignty for a purpose, to show his glory, to show his amazing power. And that's what it says here. Verse 8, yet he saved them, despite their rebellion, that's important to understand, yet he saved them for his name's sake, to show that he is not a liar, that he is a faithful covenant God. And that he might make known his mighty power. Look at how that power has been made known. For generation to generation to generation. Through people all over the world. That story of God's faithfulness to his covenant people at the Red Sea. Has been made known. But there's something bigger that we see going on. It's at the end of what we read today. And it tells us an important story that we need to understand. And it's powerful here. Verse 23. Therefore he said that he would destroy them. So they had rebelled and God said he would destroy them. Now God knew what was going to happen. He wasn't going to break his promise. But what happened? Had not Moses, Moses, his chosen one, stood in the breach before him to turn away his wrath from destroying them. Now, why is this so important? This is ultimately the story of the gospel. This is helping us to see a Christ-centered approach to not only the Psalms, but to what the stories of the old covenant are. We see a picture here of Jesus standing in for us. We deserved God's wrath for our rebellion, for our unbelief. We we deserved it. We deserved to die. 
But what did Christ do? He stood in the breach before God. And what did he do? He turned away God's wrath from destroying us. The New Testament uses a word. It's called propitiation. And it's not in some translations because it's a, you know, one of those 50 cent words. But that's an important idea. It means to turn aside the wrath of God. And so when Jesus went to the cross, he bore the wrath of God to turn it aside. And so we do not receive that wrath. But instead, we receive mercy, not because God decided to forget about our sins, but because Jesus turned aside that wrath. He, he turned it away instead of us being destroyed. He took it on himself. And that's a, like I said, that's a picture from the Old Testament to us. This, this psalm is pointing forward. And the gospel, we see it in what we see as we go back. And that's why it's important to have a covenantal understanding of these stories that God is telling one big story of redemption here about how he is going to save his people even when they don't deserve it. And so that is our understanding of God's grace. And it is so vital that we go into each and every day thinking about that grace because that is how we stand each day before God. Not because of anything that we have done or will do, but because Christ stood in the breach for us. And so may we remember that good news as we step out into God's world today. Let us go to prayer. Loving God, we praise and give you thanks for you are good and your steadfast love endures forever. Because we are in Christ, we are able to utter your mighty deeds and declare your praise. Bless us today with the desire to do justice and righteousness at all times that your name might be lifted up. Give us a passion for your word and your law that we might be your faithful people in this world. Lord, it is difficult to be convicted of sin. It's often painful, but we still pray that as we have heard your word today, that your spirit would be at work in us to drive us to live holy lives. Comfort us with your salvation, that we might have assurance of the forgiveness that we have in Jesus Christ. And may we trust in the good news that your wrath has been turned aside by him. And may we walk boldly today and share the hope that we have. We praise you for the great blessings that you have bestowed on us. We ask that you would keep us safe in our activities today and that you would make us mindful of your sovereign presence. And may we trust that in whatever comes our way today, we can know that you will work it together for our good and your glory. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, have yourself a very good Friday and may you be blessed this day and into the weekend. Take care. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast feed so you don't miss an episode. If you would like more information on our congregation, you can find it at edgertonfrc.org. You can also watch the videos of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.